Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, super middleweights Ashkan Movari and Jeremy Castro preview their December 3rd fight on the Ignite boxing card at the Hyatt Regency in Minneapolis. Both fighters have boxing and MMA experience. Mavari of Egan will try to improve to 2-0 in the pro boxing ranks. Standing in his way is Castro, who will step through the ropes with a 3-3-1 record. Castro hails from Clinton, Iowa. I hope you enjoyed the episode. All right, right on. Well, thank you for joining the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. My co-host is Brian Johnson. Today, we are pleased to be joined with Ashkan Morvari. Uh, We're talking about the upcoming fights at the Hyatt Regency uh, put on by Ignite. Um, Ashkan, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. So your opponent, it sounds like, is uh, Jeremy Castro, according to BoxRec. Um, What can you tell us about him? Uh, We're going to be talking to him tomorrow. And we'll yeah. learn a little bit about him, uh, you know, firsthand from talking to him. But, you know, what have you, uh, what have you been told? When did you get off of the fight? You know, what can you tell us? Um, I had an opponent switch. Geez, I don't know. It was maybe like a week or two ago. Um, that I don't know. Been seems like fight camps and so on kind of started blending together. But um, I don't know. It seems like a lot of similarities. Same height, similar age, um, similar backgrounds. I think he has like somebody told me about 50 MMA fights. Um, he's a Southpaw. He's about the same height. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. So I guess wrestling background. So we'll see who, who is a better boxer, I guess. Yeah. I was finding uh, clippings, like I mentioned uh, earlier when we were talking before the interview of you for wrestling. But when I started to look up Jeremy, I saw the same thing. Uh, yeah. you, know, you mentioned that he's got a wrestling background. So kind of cool. We were seeing that a lot this past few years where, you know, we're talking to fighters who, have a wrestling background and uh i think that's helped you all uh, learn how to cut weight and you know stay in shape and that's pretty awesome yeah and i think you know a lot of us um mma guys and especially us older guys when we first started not a lot of people knew how to wrestle so we kind of got away with being um not the best strikers but now everybody's so well-rounded so it's um you kind of learn to appreciate striking and find a love for it a little bit you know um, we, we mentioned also before the start of the interview that you're over at Rice Street Old School Boxing Gym in St. Paul right now. Um, mm-hmm. And since we had talked a little bit, you know, we weren't recording there. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about who you're working with there and, uh, you know, how that came about? Because uh, you weren't working out there, I believe, the last time we spoke with you. Um, I was a little bit, but um, so I, I work out at another gym also, an MMA gym called La Bodega in Pire Lake. Um, so, but, um, you know, I was helping guys get ready for an MMA fight. And then um, I kind of didn't know if the boxing fight was going to happen. Um, and then, you know, at the end, it started coming together. So I reached out to Dale Jackson, who was, um, I wrestled with his son at, um, in college. And then we both fought MMA together for a really long time, Mitch. And Dale used to come down and help us with boxing. So he's, um, I don't know, old school, I think he's St. Paul guy, um, kind of grew up around a lot of those guys and he knew them. And um, so he, you know, was working out in the garage for a while and he th- thought I should maybe go there and be, you know, even try working out in a boxing ring and uh, be around boxers. So I went there, I don't know, I think maybe it was two, three weeks before my last, um, my last uh, boxing match. And um, 
this time I wasn't sure if Dale was going to be able to help out. So I reached out to, to Mike and, um, you know, and Dustin, who's a coach there and they're both, they've both been really nice. They reached out to me even after the last, um, boxing match. I kind of started going there on my own and then, um, reached out to Dale again and Dale's been coming out now and, um, helping me out. So, and I, I got to work with, um, Vanda a little bit today, which was pretty cool. That was the first time I worked with them. So, um, I don't know, great group of guys. Um, they're really good to be around and then, um, I don't know. I can't say enough good things about him, I guess. Yeah. You and Vanda, you and Vanda must be about the same age, huh? I, I think, I think close? so. Yeah, How I think are, so. How old are you, Ashken? 44. 44? Because I'm 42, yeah. and I think Vanda's a little older than me, uh, but yeah. not much, not much, I don't think. Um, sure. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we were all about the same age. Yeah, yeah he, he's fun. When he was hitting the mitts, I'm sure he was uh, not taking you easy on you. He's fun. Oh, no. No, those, I need that every once in a while. Those, those fun. Yeah, it's kind of, um, he definitely told me what I needed to hear. So <laughs> that's great. That's great. Working with a Minnesota Boxing Hall of Famer. That's awesome. And this is your second pro boxing match. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. The last time we saw you got the win, that was a down at Canterbury for Ignite. Um, yeah. I know we were talking to you beforehand and asked you if you wanted to do it again. You were kind of like, yeah, we'll wait and see and take, you know, on a fight by fight basis. And, uh, you know, it's great to see that you're going to get in there again. Um, it looks like you're getting some good work, um, with yeah. the guys down there. Um, you mentioned Dustin and Mike and, and Vanda, um, but it looked like you had guys like Austin and, um, maybe Ben Pelzer and some of the other guys that were there, maybe getting some sparring in who can you tell us that you've been sparring with and how's that going? Yeah, I mean, all those guys that you just mentioned, um, I, you know, it's it's they kind of feed in on me. It's been going well. I mean, I like I said last time, I think I really only really boxed for about three weeks. So, um, you know, it was I, I went in there. I was kind of trying to figure it out as, as it was happening, and, you know, trying to figure out how to not take the guy down, not to throw kicks, things like that. But this time I feel um, way more prepared. I don't even think I got. I don't know how many rounds of boxing sparring I got last time, but I mean, I've been, I, I feel like this show was supposed to happen a few months ago, but it kind of fell through. So I kind of already knew it was going to happen. So it's, um, I boxed more than I ever have. I've had great, um, great sparring partners, um, getting a lot more of a boxing feel. My footwork's better. My hands are a lot better. So, um, I don't know. I'm excited to go out there and, um, you know, put it, put all the new tools to work and see, see what I can do. Awesome. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a different location for Ignite. Um, you know, we mentioned that the last fights were at Canterbury. Um, now this is at the Hyatt Regency in Minneapolis, um, which for us is better. Um, I don't know about where you live. I think you live south of the cities, don't you? So, but not too much south, I don't think. Um, I live in Egan right now, so it's, it's yeah. not too bad. Too bad. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about that. But we've been talking in previous interviews that... Uh, Brian and I haven't been to fights there. Um, it looks like the last time there was fights there, I believe was 2017. Um, and then there's been fights, you know, throughout some of the 2000s and then the 90s. But um, I think they hold fundraisers and private events there a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, is that kind of adding to the uh, the excitement or, you know, the fun of it? You're getting to fight somewhere you've never fought before. Um, I've actually grappled there twice. I've done two pro grappling matches there. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, so, um, you know, they just had one there, I don't know, a few months ago, but I had signed this contract, so I couldn't do that one. So um, I I like that venue. It's a great, great venue. I think it's, um, you know, it's uh, 
small enough to where it's a little intimate for the fans. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I like it there. So I'm looking, well, looking like you leg up on some of the competition that haven't been there because like I said, we, it's new to us. I mean, I, yeah. I know a lot of boxing fans that listen to this will have been there and been to some of those other boxing uh, shows that I've mentioned. Um, but I'm excited about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I actually went to a card there a number of years ago. Um, and I don't even remember who was boxing, but I'm pretty sure I saw Ceriso there and actually talked to him. But I can't remember if he was actually on the card or just a spectator. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's fun. It'll be uh, it'll be a fun night of boxing. So, so you're feeling more comfortable now in a boxing ring? Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, what else? Anything else in particular you've been working on to try to sharpen up your game, or kind of a little bit of everything? Um, you know, I, I think last time just because boxing was so new, the nerves are a little bit different. You know, I, I have enough, um, I've competed enough in my life and fought enough times where, um, you know, the nerves aren't like they used to be, you know, but, um, just because it was boxing, um, you know, it was in front of a different crowd. It was a pretty big crowd last time. I, I didn't really know what to expect. So I think, I think this time, a lot of that stuff will be a little easier for me. I'll be a lot more relaxed and, um, ready to go, but. Yeah, like, like I said, I just I feel a lot more prepared than I did last time. I feel like my boxing's better than it's ever been. And um, I don't know, it should be fun. I look forward to hopefully putting on a pretty good show for the fans. Ignite typically does uh, sort of combo shows where they're doing like mixed martial arts or kickboxing or Muay Thai or something on the undercards and then the boxing on the main event uh, side of things. Uh, do you have any uh, friends or anything that are competing on the, you know, the preliminary stuff that's going to be like the more of the mixed martial arts side? Yeah, I think the Muay Thai Austin judge um, is going to be on, on that part of it. So he's one of the guys that I fought in MMA. He was actually my manager for a long time when I was fighting MMA and he had like a t-shirt company and that was before there was a commission in a lot of states. So we used to hop in his car and fight every weekend. So I'm looking forward to he it's been a long time since he's fought. I'm looking forward to seeing him. And then um Brandon Jenkins actually on the on the boxing card. So we trained together for a long time. And um when I came back and started fighting MMA again, it, it was kind of a situation where I helped him with his wrestling and helped me with the, his striking or with my striking, I should say. And um he's really the one that kind of got me to where I started getting TKOs and getting comfortable standing up. I think he based on the card right now, I think he's right after me. So I'm, Looking forward to getting my fight done and, um, you know, sitting back and getting to watch him kind of do his thing. Awesome. Thanks. Now, this is uh, Thanksgiving week when we're talking to you. Now, we talked yeah. about the main event guys, you know, last night and uh, kind of joked that they don't have to worry about cutting weight, um, you know, and watching what they're eating. Um, how, where are you at with your training? You feeling good going into the holiday? You're not worried about <laughs> rubbing um, <everything> down? <laughs> definitely not going to be able to eat like I want to eat. But yeah, I mean, um, I'm doing a little heavier than last time. So I, I should be all right. I've, I've been pretty, pretty good, pretty disciplined. Um, you know, I'm done, but I'm going to have to watch what I eat. You know, I'm not going to be, I'm still going to have a little dessert and probably a couple of helpings, but I'm probably going to have to get a couple of works, workouts in that day, which is all right, you know. Right. And remind me what, what weight class you're in? It's going to be 170. Okay. Yeah. I think the last one was 160. I, I don't think I know. The last one was 160. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, for the listeners who might not have listened to our previous interview with you, um, just a little bit about yourself. If I remember right, you're a real estate agent, correct? Insurance. 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 I should have yeah. known that. My State, family's in insurance. State farm. 
I knew you were professional, you know, because you wear the suit. In your picture. Yeah, are you telling me you're with State Farm? Now I'm really going to get it for my family because my family's all State Farm. Oh, man. I was just, just going to mention that because I was Googling your name to prepare for this interview and to look up your box rec information and so on. And I found your uh, State Farm uh, page. So um, if any listeners out there are looking for... What do you home insurance, uh, auto? Do you do the whole works? Everything, yes, sir. Okay. Right on. What, Where's your office you? located at? Men Richfield, right off of sixty six on Lindell. Yeah, right in my neck of the woods. So, yeah. um, call sometime. Uh, but I was going to ask you about that with with uh, cars and so expensive now. Are you finding more people are likely to get that full coverage now because? If you wreck the thing, man, it's <laughs> it's a big it's a big cost to replace a, a a car nowadays. Yeah, I mean everything's everything's crazy expensive right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like things where I don't know, you're surprised when you see when you see just a little damage on a car, how much it costs to get it fixed. And the new cars will make it easy, right? So a lot of them have sensors and cameras now that you have to fix. It's not like it used to be where you could just bump it out and you know paint it. So right no that's that's a good point because i was actually driving home from morris minnesota where my daughter is in college and i was driving my brother's car of all things and i hit a deer you know yeah it's terrible i pulled over and it just looked like a little front end damage not too bad well it turns out that uh, they it was it was considered a a total loss because yeah so but my my brother got compensated enough he was able to get actually a nicer car so um, <laughs> well, i'm glad you're okay too yeah thanks it was yeah i was i wasn't hurt at all it's just a little shock to yeah. you know anything anytime anything like that happens um you know i knocked that poor deer out in the first round and i i felt bad about that but uh um you know i came out unscathed so that was good yeah um, Man, I'm going to be kicking myself for that and not remembering that you were State Farm. My brother-in-law is a State Farm agent in uh, Spooner, Wisconsin. And okay. growing up, my my dad, his name's Tim Reedy. My my dad, he was an agent down in uh, Lucan area. Like I think technically, I think his office was in Lamberton when I was like in elementary school. Okay, is that in Minnesota? Yeah, it's down by Marshall. Um, okay that's where I was born. And then we moved up when I was, you know, really little to new Brighton and he ended up switching and became a claims adjuster. So okay. he was a claims adjuster for many, many years. And that's, I think, you know, how he retired. Um, so yeah. And my sister, she was a secretary and my mom worked as a secretary for state farms. Like I said, it's in my yeah. family. I think they all wanted me to work for state farm. <laughs> oh, it's not so too late. So if you have send you a picture, you'll you'll think it's funny. It's a, a family photo of us, Ashken, and uh, we're all on State Farm shirts. When I'm little, <laughs> I love it. If you have any insurance needs, just uh, uh, Google Ashcon's name, and you'll come up with everything you need to um, contact him. So we always want to put in a plug for you guys who are yeah. nice enough to come on the podcast and uh, us in the ring. So appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, with all the COVID stuff, you know, kind of behind us, hopefully, knock on wood, your life must be busy, too, because you're a, a dad, right? Um, I am. How's that going? You running around like a crazy man with kids with activities and stuff now, too? Or are they playing sports? Or Yeah, you know, my, my kids wrestle, but, you know, um, 
I don't know the COVID stuff. It it didn't slow it down a whole lot because the you know Wisconsin was kind of open and um you know there were states. I mean Wisconsin. I don't know they had tournaments every weekend almost when that was going on. So Wisconsin Dells, they'd run out hotel um hotel lobbies or you know like hotel banquets and just roll out mats. It was crazy, but you know but. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's busy, but it's just like anything else, you know, it's kind of, it's good to get back to normal and, um, you know, see people again, I guess. Cool. Definitely. Uh, so are you doing any of your training at La Bodega this time, or is it all pretty much in race? I, I am. So I do, cause, um, you know, with the schedule at night, like you said, the kids have practice and stuff. So, um, and then my, my little one just kind of finished football, I don't know, in, in October. So, um, I still go there in the morning. So I usually five 30 in the morning is when I work out and then I try to get to right street Tuesdays and, um, Thursday nights. And then I, Saturday was my first Saturday there actually. But, um, so yeah, I, I'm doing more there than, um, than right street probably, but you know, it's, it's um good mix. Cool. So and we get a good group together on on the weekends with like Austin Judge, who's like I said, is fighting on the kickboxing show. So we'll box a little bit and then we'll kickbox when we'll have a group. Um and Ryan Stock, actually, I forgot about him. He's on the kickboxing show. He's come up a time or two and worked out with us. So um it's been a good mix of guys and you know, they help me box a little bit and then we put on the shin pads and I, I try to kick, but it's almost like I forgot how to do that stuff. So <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Well, it sounds like you're prepared. I saw yeah. some photos, you know, after you were doing some sparring at Rice Street, and it looks like you're in good shape, man. So, yeah, uh, I feel good. I, that's about all I got, Brian. I mean, the, the one thing I just want to make sure we give you a chance to do is uh, give some shout outs if anyone's been helping you, you know, or just supporting you and you want to say thanks to. Yeah, I mean, that's too many people to, to think, think of, I think. But yeah, everybody at La Bodega, um, Billy Simon has helped me out quite a bit. Um, everybody at Rice Street, um, Dale Jackson, Mitch Jackson. Um, my girlfriend's been awesome through this whole thing. So I want to give a shout out to Stacy too, who's been really supportive. And um, you know, my little guy, Tanner, puts up with a lot too. So I definitely want to thank him too. But um, and all my training partners, everybody's helped me out with rounds, with workouts. I really appreciate all you guys and, um, you know, hope to return the favor soon. So. Awesome. By, by the way, Ashkan, I love your profile picture on BoxRec. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Don't judge me by that. It was, um, I didn't know that that was going to be my profile picture forever. <laughs> Jeremy Bjornberg kept bugging me for a picture. And oh, I, thought, yeah. I didn't know what it was for, so I sent him a goofy one, and he laughed, and then all of a sudden, that's my profile picture for life, so. <laughs> that was not on purpose. I didn't know what it was for, so. Yeah, you look pretty vicious on there, but uh, we, we, you know, we won't, uh, we won't let the cat out of the bag, but you're actually a pretty nice guy, so. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right, sir. Awesome. Yeah, well, you have a good Thanksgiving, and we look forward to seeing yeah. you guys, dude. Yeah, happy holidays to you guys, too. I look forward to seeing you. Thanks for joining the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. My co-host is Brian Johnson. Uh, today, we're pleased to be joined with Jeremy Castro. Thanks for joining us, Jeremy. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, we're talking about the upcoming Ignite boxing fights that are going to be held at the uh, Hyatt Regency in Minneapolis uh, coming up on December 3rd. Uh, you're going to be fighting a Minnesota fighter. Uh, Ashkan Marvari. Um, we talked to Ash or Ashkan. I'm, I'm going to get it from him. He told me how to say his name and I'm already <laughs> mispronouncing it. I think it's Ashkan. Um, we talked to him already earlier this week. 
Um, and we asked him if he knew anything about you. And sounds like you guys have kind of similar backgrounds, uh, a lot of wrestling, um, some mixed martial arts, that kind of thing. Um, I did a little bit of research on you. And it looks like you had your first pro boxing fight in uh, 2020. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Uh, can you tell us just, I mean, I know I glossed over it, but I don't want to, I don't want to gloss over it. Can you just tell us how you got into combat sports and let, let our listeners know your story? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, just to kind of address, and I kind of alluded to us being similar. I just thought it was a great matchup, you know, similar sizes, even wrestlers. I looked at his, I don't know a lot about him, but did kind of look over his like topology page. And I think real similar records and backgrounds. So I think it should be a really, really good fight. Um, I got into it actually a little later in life. And another thing I liked, I mean, I've still <laughs> almost have a decade on him, but I'm always the older fighter at this part, you know, point in my career. And at least he's, he's in the neighborhood, you know, he's a little bit older for a fighter. So that's kind of nice. Um, but yeah, I, I was a division one wrestler, earned a letter all four years at Northern Illinois and didn't do much right out of college. I just, MMA wasn't really a thing. Um, I caught the first season of the ultimate fighter way back on spike tv and i'm just a super competitor i was super into softball at the time i always had to be doing something competitively um when i watched that i found out militage fighting systems which was the gym back in the day it was only a little over an hour from me and i went to one practice and i was hooked from there awesome so you know, you, you wrestled now mm -hmm. you did some mixed martial arts too correct yeah, yeah, that was actually, I'm mostly a mixed martial artist. I When I started there at, at Militich, then I trained MMA for about 16 years. Like I said, it didn't really, UFC wasn't really a thing. That was back when they were, you know, when I got out of college, it was the no weight classes, no time limit crazy, you know, outlawed in most states. So by the time it kind of got popular and, you know, legal I was pushing 30 so I, I got kind of a late jump on it but my wrestling background really helped me out and uh yeah I have over 60 combined amateur and professional MMA matches and I just uh basically I, I, I haven't fought maybe once or twice I, I think I permanently hung up the MMA gloves but the opportunity came um it was called Clash of Legends here in the Quad City area of Illinois and Iowa Pat Militich was going to fight Michael Nunn, um, who was a former boxing champion. He, you know, Pat was my former coach. So, I, you know, it was all boxing. I reached out, like, I always kind of wanted to try it. I'm like, hey, the promoter, what do you think, you know? And I, I had a really good match, lost to a former UFC fighter, but it was a good competitive match and kind of been hooked on that ever since now, too. You know, just something to let me keep competing. I loved MMA, loved using my wrestling. Um, but at this point, you know, I'm a little older for a fighter nothing against boxing i love it but it's a lot less to train for and get ready for than an mma match so that's kind of been a nice kind of hopefully wean me off to when i know i eventually have to give this up but it's it's been nice i've had seven fights now the last you know almost three years two and a half years i guess and uh, yeah, i've really enjoyed stepping into boxing the card you mentioned uh with michael nunn I had found the clippings on that. I, that's kind of one wow. of my passions. Is I love looking up uh, newspaper clippings, um, sure. of old fights and stuff, and it helps get to know you guys a little bit too. And uh, mm -hmm. one of the neat things about that card, it looks like we had some Minnesota guys on that card. 
Uh, yeah. one, of, one of our buddies, Marty Lindquist, was on that card. He unfortunately got TKO'd, but, okay. um, you know, and I think there was one other one. I want to say it was Terrence Walker. I can't remember. Um, but there was a couple of Minnesota guys on there. So that was kind of neat uh, when yeah. I was looking up your, uh, your history. To yeah, see it was a big deal. And that was actually like when COVID was in its like, you know, that's about that. It happened in the summer that previous spring was when like schools got out, everything was closed. So it was pretty awesome between the Clash of Champions and getting to do something, you know, with spectators. And yeah, it was really a neat event. Yeah, I was reading the the the, the article, which was really well written. I, I can't remember the, the gentleman's name, but he was talking about how fans were further away than they wanted to be, but nobody was complaining because there was <laughs> nothing going on, you know, to your point during yeah. COVID. So everyone was really happy and they weren't going anywhere because they wanted to see the fights. Right, um, yeah. Now this time it's going to be uh, quite a difference, you know, we're obviously we're post COVID now, thank God. And uh, you know, fans get up and close Brian and I will be ringside for your fight. So we'll be excited to see the action. Um, we've seen Ashkan fight once before um, at Canterbury here on a different ignite card. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's the only time I've ever seen him box. And I believe that was the only time he's boxed. He's only one boxing fight. Um, now you, like I said, you boxed for the first time in 2020. Uh, mm-hmm. How many boxing fights have you had? I've had seven bouts now, three wins, three losses, and one tie. Fought mm. some awfully good. My last couple matches have been like against undefeated fighters. Um, just to kind of test myself and not going to lie, it's a good payday. I can't, that's another thing I'm kind of enjoying boxing. The, the money in boxing is so much better than I ever made in MMA when I was headlining events and that I'm still making way more as a pretty, you know, raw boxer. So that's been kind of nice too, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that that little bit of experience might give me an edge. Now you're going uh, on the road. Uh, what's that like? Have you fought on the road before? Yep. Yep. My last one, um, you know, I just like MMA used to, it. it's a whole different ball game for sure. I, I have a pretty good support group back here, but you know, I, instead of having the whole place cheering for me, everybody was calling me every name in the book, but you know what? I'd rather have them yelling at me. If they can't yell for me, then yell at me. I'd rather have that than just a dead quiet crowd. So either way, I'll be excited and ready and it's not going to bother me. Yeah, the fans in Minnesota are pretty cool. I'm sure they'll give you a warm welcome. That's uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. How did you get hooked up with the uh, Ignite folks and, and Jeremy and those guys? Well, I'd actually fought for Jeremy MMA once or twice, and I think that's kind of how he knows me. Um, those guys know that, you know, even back to my MMA days, I always kind of stay ready. I know Ash Ashkan, Ashkan's opponent, you know, had an injury and they called me and mm-hmm. Like I said, I always try and stay ready. I thought it was a good matchup and uh, just worked out perfectly. Yeah, his original opponent was supposed to be Alex Satrowski, uh, who we've talked to before. Uh, he also fought on a previous Ignite card. Um, it sounds like he had um, – Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. What was that? Was it as a foot injury? Um, I apologize, Alex, if you're listening. Um, but, you know, we were really bummed. Alex yeah. is a good guy, um, mm-hmm. and we were, we were excited for him to get another fight. Um, but we're happy that this came about, um, you know, and you hate to see guys, you know, lose their opportunities when you've been training hard for a fight and all of a sudden an opponent falls out. Um, that's got to really stink. I mean, I'm sure you probably had that happen to you more times than you care to remember. Numerous times. Yeah. Going back to, I said, I, you know, I'd had a couple of tough boxing matches lately. That was one. Um, I was going down to St. Louis to be the main event. I caught influenza the week before the fight. 
but I still went down there and oh. gave it what I got because it's happened to me too many times. And I knew that that fight probably just would have been canceled at that point. I didn't want to be that guy, you know, went down, took my beating and, you know, gave it what I had though, because yeah, it's just, and obviously injuries happen, but you know, a lot of time injuries or, you know, or I've had one guy, even in boxing, he wanted to um, meet me at a certain weight, go higher. And I said, no, you know, I'm already kind of giving up weight. Funny the next day you ended up having COVID then. So I know how it goes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you here, uh, Jeremy. And what else can you tell us about yourself? I know um, we like to, uh, we know that for most of you guys, uh, boxing or, you know, isn't your full-time gig. So right. um, what else? Tell us about yourself and what you do for a living. We were talking I thought it's on uh, social media. Are you, you're an educator, aren't you? Or I am an educator. I'm kind of in a unique position. Yeah. And I, you know, I said, I, I know I'm pretty old for a fighter, um, but those, those kids keep me young and they just love it so much that, I mean, I obviously love it too, but I do, I think they are part of what keeps me going. You know, they love hearing about it, love seeing me fight. I've had a lot of students come to it. Yeah. I'm going into my 23rd year of education. Uh, worked a long time, 19 years as a, at an alternative school. And so that fighting, that really was a good connection with the kids. You know, a lot of them didn't respect a lot, but they did respect the fighting and gave me a good, you know, kind of olive branch to reach out and really good things would happen. And I work now as the uh, student advisor, kind of a fancy name for the counselor the last four years at a middle school. So yeah, I uh, kind of a unique situation. You don't see a lot of educators that are fighters but I've had really cool bosses and I mean I think they really do appreciate what a connection it brings to me and the students that's good for you middle schoolers that you're like <laughs> yeah. the real life uh, here comes the boom right yeah exactly I've always yep I love that movie I love that I do comparison. too yep, yep. <laughs> that's awesome that's great that's great so we also like to give you a chance to highlight you know where you're training you know uh, who you're training with um if you've got people supporting you and but but you start out and let us know where where are you training well you know that's kind of the nice thing too I, i'm a little bit all over the place these days i don't have a specific gym um the iron horse fitness center is where i do a lot of my training uh, a lot of guys from the iowa top team and it's called the scrap shack kind of an up-and-coming young kids and like i said it just went 12 rounds with a kid that came over and boxed with me i think he's about 20 years younger and just it, it, it's really cool to stay in touch and, you know, with those guys and kind of help them get where they need to be as well. So I'm just kind of, uh, you know, a nomad at this point, going to wherever I can to get training in and anybody that's willing to help out. Yeah. With your background with the mixed martial arts and stuff, mm -hmm. um, is it still easy to get, uh, you know, good boxing sparring? Um, yeah. Or... Yeah. Those guys are always willing, you know, and, I mean, that's we kind of joke about the money and I, I like to compete, but like even when I'm not, if I wouldn't be boxing, I'd be meeting on Saturdays to spar for fun. So I figure why not, you know, actually go out and compete, get paid. I mean, yeah, I love it. I, I don't know if you can see a little mark on my face came to school. Everybody's asking like, you know, don't worry about it. It's just, I do that for fun, man. I, if I don't go, if I go a few weeks without getting punched or punching in the face, you know, I, I just, you start to miss it. I know it sounds crazy, but nope, I love it. Even when I hang it up competitively, I know I'm still going to do it, you know, here and there for fun on the weekends. So what about uh, your your corner men? You know, who's going to be working your corner with you? Because, I mean, that's obviously got to be difficult when you're going on the road to have people 
to make time to come with you. I know sometimes people don't have anyone come with them. They just have people just do the basics and stick a stool in there and get <laughs> some water or whatever. But yep. do you have anyone coming with you to support you? Yeah. And you know, that could end up being me, but my, I'm hoping either my dad or my brother, they've been true warriors throughout the years. I was thinking about that today, how many different States my dad's had to get uh, registered to be a corner man. in. I mean, I think I've been on cards in seven or eight States at this point. So they've been awesome. You know, nobody believes in me like they, they do. And my brother fought a little bit competitively was a wrestler as well. My dad's been around the game. So they're great, you know, emotional and, you know, help me with my physical support as well. Awesome. Well, I hope you get someone, you know, that's uh, from your, your camp that gets to come, you know, and yeah. it's nice to have that support, especially when you're on the road. For sure. But like you said, we'll be cheering for you or, or, or at you <laughs> one way or another. So you'll get some, some audible noise coming your way. <laughs> All right. I appreciate that. Yep. I mean, I, I guess I'd, I'll love the crowd either way, just so they're loud and I can pretty much promise an exciting fight. You know, I'm never going to be confused with, you know, Mr. Technical, but I'm going to bite down on my mouthpiece and keep coming forward. You know, the other thing I like about Minnesota boxing fans in general is that they're pretty sophisticated fans. They don't start booing the minute there's a little bit of a lull in the action, right. like you see in some other places. And uh, I think that's too, you know, maybe I'm biased, but. Well, don't jinx <laughs> us now, Brian, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's saying we're sophisticated and something stupid going to happen now. <laughs> yeah. Sophisticated in the sense that, you know, they they know the sport and sure. appreciate the science behind the sport. So, yeah, oh, that's great. But, yeah, there's always people that want to see some action, but um, you know, I can I can appreciate both as long as there's punches being thrown. But um, yeah. I, I definitely have a lot of respect for guys who get at it and get yeah. after yeah. it. You know, and that's yeah. gonna be me. It might not look super pretty, but I'm gonna be getting after it. There you go. <laughs> Do you have any uh, uh, sponsors or, or anything like that that are supporting you? Um, just a shout out to the Iron Horse Fitness Center. They, they have a great facility. They always support me, you know, at home. They buy tables and make sure to get the word out. I do teach a, a kickboxing class there. So that and uh, Iowa top team throughout the years here in Clinton, Iowa. It's a great mixed martial art place. Uh, really helped me the last five, six years of my, my MMA career. Awesome. Well, we look forward to seeing you in the ring. Um, I think it's going to be a great night, uh, top to bottom. It looks awesome. I plan on getting there early like I did last time to see some of the mixed martial arts uh, or the kickboxing or whatever, because I don't know anything about that stuff, but I just, I know it looks like it hurts. <laughs> Boxing looks like it hurts, but I watch these guys kicking each other and stuff. And I'm just like, man, it just it's, it's uh, not something I would ever want to do, but it's fun to watch. I'll tell you. For sure. Um, but yeah, we look forward to seeing you in person, man. You hopefully get a chance to shake your hand and thank you for coming. Um, and thanks for making time for us tonight. Sounds good. Thanks a lot for having me.